In a world full of hugely popular diet books and celebrity-backed weight loss or nutrition programs, many of which are claiming to be the best, it seems not a week goes by without at least one claim that flies in the face of what, what was said the week before. From low-fat to zero-carb, high-protein, gluten-free, vegan, paleolithic, and so many more in between, there seems to be a never-ending line of diet products and niche market foods, all aimed at people with very specific dietary plans. But how does the scientific evidence for these dietary plans really stack up? Does healthy eating advice really change every week? And is there any real evidence to suggest whether any of these diets are better than the others? A new review, commissioned by the Annual Reviews of Public Health, takes aim just these questions. I recently caught up with Dr David Katz, author of the review. I went into this project thinking, well, it's my job to look objectively at all of the different claims about low-fat and low-carb and uh, free of grains and reduced sugar and Mediterranean, vegan, paleo, and low-glycemic, and you know, all of the, the popular, popular competitors. And, you know, first of all, see, when you look from altitude, what does the literature really say? Does it show that one of these is decisively better uh, than the other? And, and what does it show us about, you know, what, are the, what if any uh, consistent themes emerge? Katz asserts that the claims that, that one diet is better than the other are almost entirely unsubstantiated. And really, there are two key takeaway messages here. One is that the, the fundamental theme of eating well is in fact very well established and it's, it marches through all of these different diets and it really is a diet you know mostly of foods direct from nature um, plants in particular so you know less processing and um, when you when you eat that way you eat wholesome foods in wholesome combinations you don't really need to fret very much about nutrients you know a, a diet of real foods mostly plants, is naturally low in added salt, it's naturally low in added sugar, it's naturally low in saturated fat, it's naturally low in trans fat, uh, it's naturally lower in calories than the diets we tend to eat, it's naturally high in fiber, it's naturally high in vitamins and minerals, it's naturally high in antioxidants. You know, almost all the things that people focus on, it's naturally low in glycemic load. All the things that people can choose to focus on sort themselves out when you just get the food and, and the basic pattern right. And, and that pattern marches through everything from paleo to vegan. It really does. So that's, that's takeaway message one, and I think that's really the key thing. And then takeaway message two, all of the claims that my diet is the best diet, you know, that my vegan diet is better than a Mediterranean diet or my Mediterranean diet is better than a paleo diet, all of that is mostly just made up. You know, we really don't have the science to show that. He told Food Navigator that most of the claims of a best diet are set up to make money. And while many of these do have health benefits, there's no real way to properly test one diet against the other. Most of the claims that are out there are about, you know, either exaggerating the significance of a single study, looking only at evidence in support of one diet while ignoring evidence in support of all the others, or all too often the claims are about somebody trying to sell you something. You know, the only way you could definitively say, for example, that, okay, you know, an optimal vegan diet is better for health than an optimal Mediterranean diet or an optimal paleo diet. The only way you could say that is if you, you know, basically took neonates uh, and randomly assigned them to either a vegan or a paleo or a Mediterranean diet and then followed everybody for 100 years to see who lives the best and longest. So, I mean, that, that kind of study, you know, is just plain crazy. So, 
know, what you're left with then is you know, lots of different sources of evidence. Population studies, comparisons, transcultural comparisons among groups around the world, um, long-term observational studies, intervention trials that tend to be relatively short, you know, out to about two years. Um, and my job was to look at all of that evidence and package it up and say, what is the weight of evidence tell us? What the weight of evidence clearly establishes is this basic theme of health believing, but it doesn't rise to the level of saying we know that, you know, optimized vegan eating is better than optimized Mediterranean eating or vice versa. They both are contenders. Um, they are both variations on the same theme. We asked Dr. Katz what he believes the root of the current problems in messaging around diets are. So it has implications for the news media. It has implications for the book publishing uh, industry because, you know, again, where's the next big fad diet uh, book going to come from if the public no longer is willing to accept fad diet nonsense? Um, and, you know, it has implications for the weight loss industry, which keeps selling the public false promises about this, that, or the other thing. So, you know, there are a lot of people making a lot of money off of the status quo. I think it's as simple as that, frankly. Uh, and I, you know, I've seen this from every side. I've worked in the media. And, you know, I mean, there, there's a tremendous emphasis on what can we put on the air that's new. And it's boring to tell people the same thing about diet and health this week that we told them last week. So we have to come up with something new. Well, the result of that is there's a different winner every week. The, the, the significance of any single study gets wildly exaggerated. And the public is perennially confused and consequently doesn't take advantage of what we know and just look around to see all the good that's doing. That's right. We just keep getting fatter and sicker. The ale-based expert concluded by telling me that our existing knowledge on diets has not been used to full effect, with important implications for human health. We have the knowledge we need to eliminate 80% of all chronic disease. 80% of all chronic disease is incredible. So, you know, heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, dementia, all the bad stuff, 80% of it could go away if we simply turn what we already know into what we routinely do. And what we, what we already know includes what we know about diets. And so from my perspective, you know, this endless beauty pageant, my diet can be your diet, distracts us from the fundamentals that emerge when you look at all the literature and, and stop worrying about, you know, who's, who's got, you know, the best. Um, what do we know about, you know, sort of the fundamentals of healthy eating? This is Nathan Gray reporting for Food Navigator.